Welcome to the e-commerce lab by Ecomsi. This is the place for everything related to Amazon's private label and e-commerce. Learn exactly what you need to start or scale your business. Get insights from the top industry experts who will discuss the latest trends and best practices in the world of Amazon. From choosing products and sourcing from a supplier to setting up your Amazon account and marketing your business, you will hear it here. Let's get started. Here is your host, Vincenzo Toscano. Hello, guys. Welcome to another episode of the Commerce Lab by Ecomsi, the place of everything related to Amazon FBA, private label, and e-commerce. My name is Vincenzo Toscano, your host, founder and CEO of Ecomsi. And today, I'll bring you another special guest. His name is George Maresa. He's one of the king in the space when it comes to PPC. He's the founder and CEO of Clear Ads, one of the top agencies in the space when it comes to helping you expand your presence in Amazon throughout a PPC. And that's why I wanted to bring George. I've been knowing George for a while now. I've been following his content from the very beginning. So he's, yeah, one of the top guys in the space. And I know he has a lot of insights when it comes to advertising. And I'm sure, as always, he's going to be dropping gold nuggets, as they call it, on today's episode. So, George, it's a pleasure to have you here. How are you doing, my friend? Uh, I appreciate, Vincenzo, all the kind words. Thank you so much for having me. It's an absolute pleasure to join you Thank today. you, man. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Uh, I know we've been sharing, you know, a lot of experiences together, especially this year, yeah. going to so many events, uh, so yeah. many uh, activities. So now having you here, you know, to share your wisdom is definitely a pleasure. I'm sure all the listeners and watch and the ones watching are going to get a lot of insight, especially because we know PPC has been changing a lot, especially this year with new things such as a uh, sponsored TV ads, which was just announced, Amazon Marketing Cloud, all these new things coming into play. Like the space is moving faster than ever. And that means you need to be on top of the game when it comes to ads. So I'm sure that's going to be a part of the topic today. Yeah. However, before we jump into all that, I think the most important thing, which I do with this with all my guests, is to you know give an opportunity to you as my guest to give us a little bit of, of a glimpse of how you got started into the space and what made you uh, basically create clear ads, because I think that's always inspiring and, and give a lot of teaching. So can you give us a little bit of that history of yours? Yeah, yeah sure. Uh, so it was in 2009, I left university and uh, a friend of mine, Simon, asked me to join his agency. So went into Google Ads from then. Okay. Uh, after a few years, started managing you know the largest accounts that the company had because um, at that point I was kind of there longer than most of the team and uh, accounts team. So I kind of knew my my way around kind of PPC from that point, and then I decided to kind of set up Clear Ads in 2011, um, and I kind of set it up as a dormant company for a few months just to kind of see if I can get anything through the door. Managed to pick up one client. Uh, managed to get them really good results and they've been with me for a number of years um, uh, with Google Ads and then kind of picked up through word of mouth and just other outreach uh, awesome. uh, channels um, and then just built a company from there very slowly, very, very, very slowly. So um, it was just me for a few years um, and it's just kind of organically growing and I was kind of really doing it for kind of as a lifestyle choice. Um, nice. I really enjoyed um, the freedom I had. Um, and that was that was great for a few years and i tested you know 
Google ads for a bit, messed with Facebook ads, then uh, in, uh, LinkedIn ads, um, Twitter ads, Expedia ads, TripAdvisor ads. Um, and then came across Amazon about seven, eight years ago. And it was kind of a blue ocean at, at that time. <laughs> um, kind of a friend of mine, she went for an interview at Amazon in London and they said to her that you know, they're really struggling to have any agencies take Amazon PPC seriously. So I was like, right, okay, bring it on. So that that <laughs> evening, that evening, I created a landing page on my website. I said, no, okay. I'm an Amazon ad specialist, and I ran some Google ads. It cost me 50p a click to get oh traffic my to goodness. my page. A gift. Honestly, it was, it was, it was beautiful, right? So I would get phone calls each day, and there'll be people saying, "Oh, I've been looking for someone like you for so long." And I was like, uh, okay. And then, so it, that, that's the tone of the line, the, the tone of the call, right? Yeah. So they're already sold, right? So it's my job yeah. at this point not to mess it up, right? So yeah. kind of went ahead, signed a number of clients up, and then I kind of started moving fast to kind of uh, uh, grow the agency. Um, and there was way less work within Amazon PPC at the time compared to um, uh, Google Ads, way mm -hmm. less to do. Um, so we kind of decided to make the bold move of completely moving away from Google ads, even though we were ranking number one organically within the UK for Google ads, uh, we wow. just decided to kind of go Amazon. And then, and then fairly early on, we got into Amazon's demand side platform. Mm -hmm. We were fortunate enough again, to be one of the first to get in, um, as an ad agency an Amazon agency. Um, uh, so there were obviously yep. others using it outside of, um, like I said, outside of using it for products. So, because of that, that kind of put, gave us another advantage. Um, and we were able to ride that wave too and pick up a, a decent amount of clients and help them grow their brand. And kind of, we had to really learn and understand DSP ourselves because there was not really any material out there to teach you how, exactly. how it should be run and how it should be done. So we kind of just for experiments, figured it out ourselves. Awesome. Love it, man. What a journey. Yeah, yeah. I think, um, you know, it's actually very interesting that you actually made that jump from Google to Amazon, because I bet now when it comes to maybe even now comparing Google to Amazon as we stand 2023, like they're getting very similar. Amazon is catching up, of course. Google always had the edge, but I'm totally agree. In 2014-15, I remember Amazon as was very basic like you could target basically almost only keywords you didn't have like sponsored brands you didn't have sponsored display it was pretty much you said it and, and forget it to some extent and the huge advantage we've been seeing on ads when it comes to amazon it seems like amazon's pretty much been following the same steps that google took uh, many years ago right when it comes to technology yeah and there's so many things that we forecasted would come into amazon ads that has happened because basically yeah um amazon ppc they amazon ads they they use uh the google system google ads network as as, as yeah. a reference point so yeah, yeah they look to introduce as much of that as possible as possible within their platform so um yeah so it's it's, it's definitely um there's some similarities there um and more coming from awesome good now, when it comes to a uh, advertisement, uh, uh, basically the conversation we're having before going live is like uh, how a uh, competitor is getting the the landscape when it comes to competing in it. Like we see, especially in the US, like if you're not on top of the game every single day, like it's very easy to lose traction, lose your placement, uh, your bids start uh, not being efficient as they used to. So you really need to be very diligent with the changes that you do and the strategies that you keep implementing in just on your account constantly. So 
I guess my first question for you is like, what are some of the latest things you've been seeing changing when it comes to PPC that you feel like, wow, if people is not on top of this, like they're really going to struggle. What are some of those things you see people dropping the ball right now when it comes to PPC? Yeah. I think it's the comparison people make uh, year mm -hmm. over year. Um, and, then, and then they question their campaign's performance and they don't take in a, into account kind of their macro influences that we have affecting mm -hmm. us now. Um, the climate is a lot harder now because there's more there's much more competition um, a lot of bigger brands are now entering amazon and they're they're not trying to make a decent acre trying to get a good no. acre. they are trying to get share awareness like, the highest share possible so they are really kind of driving cpc bids up um there's that to bear in mind there's um the, the fact just in general there's been more people now selling on amazon than ever before um purse strings are, are now tighter because of just uh, the way the economy is. So all, all in all, it's becoming a much more competitive landscape. So th th you can no longer just kind of stumble your way through Amazon and, oh, look, here we go. I made, I made seven figures. Mm. Um, but you say it's last. becoming a pay-to-win kind of in some sense, a pay-to-win? Uh, no, I think, I I think pay-per-click has far more importance now so i think in the past people could run no ppc and just exactly. kind of live off the organic traffic but now it's a necessity unless you're in a, in a, in a gated uh category um then then uh, you're going to need to spend on ads um to ensure that um, you're maximizing your um your return and and not losing and not compromising organic or, organic rank because yeah Everything on the top of the fold now is ads, is paid ads. Um, yeah, of course. And we were actually talking about how not only the complexity that it brings when it comes to all these new features um, that Amazon keeps rolling out, which at the same time um, translate into more strategies you need to be aware of. But again, PPC is becoming more and more important than ever when it comes to positioning your product. I mean, we were having the conversation that organically, if you don't have a very strong PPC strategy that is aligned with where you want to position your product in terms of which keywords you want to get long term, you're going to struggle. Like, as you mentioned, out of organic traffic, unless you are a unicorn that you have a strong brand coming from Kickstarter and people know the brand and they search you organically, that's not going to happen. So I guess what I'm trying to get with this uh, quick intro is when it comes to launching products on Amazon, uh, how you see PPC uh, uh, in terms of importance playing a role right now. Will you say PPC keeps being the 80, 90% a full driver of organic ranking, or you're seeing more that now being blended in with all these things we're hearing about external traffic as well? What is your what is your take on that? Like when it comes to launching products? Yeah. I think when it comes to kind of ranking for particular keywords, a, a, mm -hmm. a big factor is, is, is the conversion rate. Mm -hmm. uh, and ensuring that your conversion rate is above the average for that keyword is so important. That's going to determine a lot of um, the results that you kind, of, you kind of get back when it comes to yeah. ranking organically. So that's, that's less the case with external traffic um, because, um, you, know, you, you know, especially traffic from Google Ads, doesn't matter if the conversion rates ain't that as good. If you're getting a decent amount of sales through it, it's going to help with kind of the sales velocity, but that's been one of the key focuses in, uh, in terms of how we work and how we've been able to improve organic ranking is, is just completely focusing on on the conversion rate. You know, you know, if 
if your conversion rate isn't better than than kind of the average for for any term or the average for that category it's lower than the average for that category before you waste any money on ppc or try and scale or anything you need to actually stop and you need to revisit everything else you need to look at you need to go back to your offering you need to look at your images you need to look at your listing because if if you haven't got that in order and you can't successfully differentiate yourself exactly. um, uh, you are literally just going to pull your hair out mm-hmm. um, and i think one of some of the bit, some of the most successful companies that we work with is those who are constantly innovating and constantly bringing out new products um, and and just changing the way they do things all the time always coming up with new promotions new new ways to sell their products um, and that and that has a huge impact on PPC. So, in a, on a grand scheme of things, PPC um, is determined by everything else. So, I'll give you one really good example. We had one account, right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we push we push PPC. Now, yeah. the conversion rates on PPC, on average, were lower than the conversion rates they were getting through organic rank. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, because we push PPC organic ranks start to drop overall. Mm. So you would assume that, you know, oh, we're sending all this extra, extra, we're giving all this extra money to Amazon. We're giving, uh, uh, we're getting more exposure. We're increasing the velocity of sales. No, it actually had a, a downward impact. Hard thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, I think the one thing to bear in mind is, you know, Amazon, you know, they're going to care more about the ratio of those who click to make a sale than anything else on any given product because that's the second place where they make their money so not only are they making money on the ads they're making money on the sale and if you can get yourself into the mindset of how amazon's thinking in that sense then you, you know you can really save yourself a lot of money and know exactly yeah. what areas to push that's this is a very interesting statement because we, you know sometimes we keep hearing the space especially when i do audits to clients as well they have the mindset that they think that if they basically give on a you know unlimited money to amazon when it comes to spending on ads that could be the key to positioning the product because in their mind is that yes i'm losing money my conversion is not great but i'm do i'm having momentum in terms of sales but it's interesting that now amazon cares more about how you convert more than uh, trying to pay your way up to first page if the conversion is just not there. You see what no, I mean? I, th- I think it's always been there. I think the conversion rate's yep. always been important, but there was a, a, a lack of a need to really focus exactly. on it because mm-hmm. it, you know, it wasn't that competitive. Um, we have more data now available to us to make those decisions, to understand better um, exactly what what they're looking for. Um, mm-hmm. So having that in mind um, um, is definitely kind of something you need to do because, um, yeah. Yeah. Now, when it comes to to the data, that's also an interesting point because we also having the conversation that we we're basically on 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 a, a period in time that managing your ads only on the platform is becoming very difficult. Oh, you can't um, do that anymore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you need basically now tools to support you, or at least have a hybrid approach where you do certain things on the platform, certain things with the software. So now, can you walk me through about why you think uh, we have reached that phase and why now, more than ever, you really need a tool to support your optimization when it comes to that? Yeah. I think um, there's some tools now that have really clocked on to how, uh, you know, how Amazon work and what you need to do to ensure um, 
you can stay ahead of the game. Um, mm-hmm. The two tools that we we use a lot of the time is PackView. So PackView is, is it, I don't think there's any any other tool better than PackView out there right now. Um, and then secondly, it's um, uh, Scale Insights. So that's yeah. the second one. The, the big benefit that they have is you know Amazon. I think they announced recently that you can adjust, you can have, you can you can adjust your budgets compared to you know um, what your ACOS does and et cetera, et cetera, which is exactly. great. But with these tools, they, they create far more layers. So you can create so many rules and layer them on top of each other. So you can say, right, if you figure out for a particular keyword that, you know, that the average conversion rate is 15%, you can put mm-hmm. rules in there to say, right, if the, if the average conversion, if, if the conversion rate for any of my keywords hits above this particular uh, percentage, increase my bids, increase my budget. Mm-hmm. If the ACOS goes um, out of control, uh, reduce my bids by X percent. Um, so you can put all these rules in place that no human could ever keep track of. Especially if you have a ton of products and keywords, it's impossible. Yeah, Exactly, exactly. So it does all of this like instantly. And I think the key thing that it bears in mind here as well, especially with pack views, you can put in conditions to ensure that you don't cannibalize on your organic sales too. That's interesting. So when you, so when you hit certain positions organically, um, you don't push PPC for those terms as much anymore. Why, why we use the budget there when you can then transfer it elsewhere? But I think one of the biggest moves that's, that that we we're, we're seeing at the moment is how how Amazon is 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 putting more importance on the information you provide within the product. Okay. Right. So they want to see as much detail and information about the product as possible. So. Yeah. Uh, some one of the agency owners put into one of the group chats uh, two weeks ago. They put their agency name as a keyword on Broadmatch, right? Okay. Now for for that particular product, it actually showed keywords, search term. The search term results showed terms of that product, even though they put their agency name, which had no relevance to the product. Exactly. So this basically shows that actually Amazon is looking at the information you provide it to kind of have a a much better understanding of what you're selling. Mm -hmm. So this puts far more significance on not only ensuring that your your titles and your descriptions um, are completely fleshed out with the terms that you want to appear for, you you can also take it a step level. You can be adding alt tags to your images. Mm -hmm. Um, You could be be answering some of the questions within the the questions and answers section of of your own products. Right to really make sure you've got it completely covered, your base is completely covered. Yeah. So when launching, for example, you know you can't really do auto campaigns and push that hard anymore. You should really be going through the terms that you want to target and really mm-hmm. pushing them on exact match and teaching Amazon. This is the kind of terms that we are supposed to be ranking for. This is what we're about. This is exactly what the product is. Otherwise, um, they can put you in the wrong category. Um, exactly. So. Just, just a, there's a lot here you have to bear in mind because if you don't get that right, it, it doesn't really matter ha, um, how how much you push PPC. Like it's it's really like interesting to see also when we do audits and accounts just to see how many people don't fill in the back end when it exactly. comes to keywords. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's just it's, it's just astonishing <laughs> how how that's neglected and that is becoming way more significant now than ever before. Yeah, I I totally agree. I think the back end. I'm also surprised when I do all this, like people 
leaves so many empty cells on the back end that are huge for building a relevancy. And I think relevancy is a huge thing because even going back to sometimes troubleshooting when it comes to PPC, I'm sure you have seen this. If you don't have the right subcategory, Amazon is not going to even allow you to do advertisement on certain keywords because you haven't built the connection between what your product is and the meaning on those keywords in the first instance. Yeah. And with that tip you mentioned right there of auto campaigns, that's a killer mistake I see people doing a lot of times, especially when they don't have the experience that they just throw a ton of money on auto campaigns. They let Amazon build the relevancy for them. And then one month, two months down the line, the whole history of the async is attached to a bunch of keywords that don't make any sense, like what you just say. They're super difficult to revive it. You basically are starting from zero. So super important then. Yeah. Yeah. And I think an another huge change that we've seen, and literally we've we we we've taken this into play on a number of accounts that we manage, is just the stock levels, as simple as stock levels, right? Exactly. So mm -hmm. um uh OpenBridge uh he deal with big data they they had this article come out in june i actually put something on linkedin about this um and and basically that they, they just announced that amazon partnered with them and they are providing real-time data on an inventory per region so you're able to mm -hmm. get information about your inventory per region now at the moment we're not able to send products to certain parts of the us right yep. so amazon has complete control over that but there is significance in that so if you're and within the search performance, uh, search query performance report, you can actually see how many products are able to make it within same day, one day and two day shipping. So there's a lot mm. of products that are not able to make it within that window, right? So they instantly lose the prime badge. So, so not just to share the fact of not having enough stock, right? Will reduce your organic rank in certain states. And it will also reduce the, the share in traffic you get through PPC. Yeah. Yeah. So, so just making that adjustment on one or two accounts recently has helped organic sales just soar. Yeah. It, that's actually super interesting. That's, yeah. The, the, basically, that's what we call the geo ranking, which is it makes sense. Like if all your stock is in Florida and somebody in California wants to buy the product, Amazon is not going to basically promise next day delivery because of the logistic. Uh, <laughs> hustle it takes from their side so it makes it makes sense they will basically rank higher your competitor against uh, your product now the question here is though how if from a practical sense and these cases you're working with some of the clients you could figure out like uh, how much maybe extra inventory to send um or for example a uh, to which location to send it like are you using some kind of software for that um or how you make the decision uh yeah. well I, put, I actually put a sheet on um on, on a linkedin page so if, if you nice. get uh, some of the fellow go, go i'm gonna to put it down in the description yeah. yeah yeah so mm -hmm. I, I could find that post but basically we use a google sheet and it's, it's it's very simple formula where we get business reports information and we also get um kind of inventory like stock inventory information and put it into a google mm -hmm. sheet and uh just you know, looking really to have six to eight weeks worth of inventory. And then that, that will show you the, the trending day, um, kind of the, the day rate, um, et cetera. Um, so awesome. it will tell you exactly how much you need to send in. So um, awesome. So yeah, we've basically been be talking regarding, um, you know, how inventory can be beneficial when it comes to organic positioning. And I know uh, you actually did a very interesting um, post about this in, in LinkedIn regarding how you can basically leverage the data from your Amazon account 
to basically come to to some understanding of how to make some sense of that data and understand how much data you should have to leverage your position. So can you give us just a high level? And then I make sure to put the details in the description about how people can can basically uh, have an understanding of how much stock they should have in hand to avoid losing positioning across yeah, the world. So yeah. we do about six to eight weeks worth of inventory per product. And the way we do that is we're looking at, okay, what is the the daily run rate? So how, how many units are you shifting per day? And then it automatically just calculates, okay, how much do you need to have six, six, uh, six to eight weeks worth of uh, units and how much do you need to um, send to Amazon? Obviously, you need to ensure that you've got uh, the capacity on Amazon um, to kind of send that number of inventory, but you want to have that in place. But you also want to look at the trending, trending uh, daily run rate. So look at the, the last two weeks because... There might have been a decline or there might have been an uptake. So right now, you're probably going to see a massive uptake in set an increase because it's coming to Q4. Um, so you really need to understand what awesome. that is. And then that gives you an idea of um, kind of how much you should really send into Amazon per, per ASIN. Um, and you really want to send those that units that are moving. So those that are not moving as much, um, uh, you want to, you, you, yeah, you want to, you want to do that. Awesome. Very good. Now, when it comes to um, now shifting gears, because I also have this question for you, because I know you come from the Google world, and I think this would be interesting to touch on the topic, which I haven't discussed on a couple of episodes now, which is, you know, external traffic. I know we briefly touched at the beginning, which uh, <clears throat> is also an important formula if you do it correctly when it comes to helping towards your positioning. However, we saw how um, there's been also some development on how more and more brands are adopting uh, using the strategy, for example, running Google Ads to drive some traffic um, when it comes to Amazon. I wanted to hear your take on that because I know you come from the Google world. So have you seen that? And wh what is your take on that of using some external traffic such as Google to help you mitigate the competition that you might encounter by running Amazon PPC? Uh, I think, you know, there's been a number of brands that have used Google Ads and it's definitely worked to their advantage. I think um, one, I think one thing to bear in mind is the, the searches made on, on, on Google compared to Amazon is like crazy. There's way more people searching on Google. So mm -hmm. if you can home in on those specific terms that are related to your product, then there's an opportunity for you to really, uh, really increase uh, increase sales. In terms of what you what you're doing uh, on Amazon, so um, conversion rates we find are not as important when when you're bringing traffic from Google because okay. for, from Amazon's point of view, this is a very credible um, traffic source. So okay. Amazon used to spend a, a great deal of money on 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 Google yeah. Ads to kind of to, to kind of uh, show product products on there, but now they want us to do it. So so, um, <laughs> so it's, it's, it's definitely going to work to your advantage now it's when you can get a, a decent um volume of sales it, it starts to make sense so you're not going to get an a cost like you get on, on amazon ads right unless yeah. you have a really good um offering or if you have a high ticket item then, then there's a exactly. stronger chance as well you'll get you'll get um, a decent a cost uh, but it's going to really work towards your favor because one one sale that comes from Google is going to have a lot more weight than stuff a sale that comes from Amazon because you're bringing a potential new customer into Amazon's ecosystem. Um, exactly. So that's going to obviously have way more weight. Not even just a sale; it's going to be 
those who add to cart and even now we know you know you can actually send promotions to those who add to cart so exactly there's a lot more that can be done so um there's no harm uh, on sending traffic from google uh to amazon awesome and now to conclude based on everything you've been seeing you know with the brands you guys manage at clear ads is there anything else in terms of insights or predictions you want to share when it comes to ppc or amazon in general that you think would be valuable for or the people listening and watching this episode, so we can uh, conclude. I, I, th I think uh, it's going to get harder over the next few months. Uh, okay. I think I, I think that Q1 is going to be a, a somewhat tough for a number of brands because uh, just the economy and the way it's going, it's, it's just going to be tighter. Um, yeah. So that's kind of that's going to be one of my predictions here, um, and I think um, it's going to be. Uh, a lot of people who who just stop selling on Amazon. So those who are yeah. doing it right and doing uh, and doing it well, um, they're going to reap the benefits because um, there's going to I think there's going to be a drop in competition uh, awesome. in in certain areas. Awesome. So basically, you feel it's gonna there's gonna be a consolidation of the market, a cleanup in some sense. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Very good, George. So thank you so much for, you know, this amazing conversation. You know, whenever we talk, there's always uh, something good to learn from you. So I appreciate that. And, you know, before we conclude, can you tell us a little bit more about your agency, Clear Ads, how people can potentially work with you guys, which I know you guys are uh, top in the space when it comes to ads. So, yeah, how people can reach out to you. Yeah, sure. Um, so you can uh, uh, find me on LinkedIn or just go into the website, clearadsagency.com. Um, and and um, just uh, give us a shout, and we'll be happy to just look at your account and give you some some pointers and how you can improve. Um, I would say if, if if you're curious in terms of what we do, um, by all means, just give us a shout. Uh, you know, we can always do an audit, and it has no cost to it. Awesome. Um, and I think one of the big benefits is we've been in this in in the game for uh, a, a good amount of time, um, and I think there's some there's definitely some value to be held from just kind of getting a few pointers it could be one or two pointers that we give you for free that actually ends up exactly helping increase your bottom line so um yeah so by all means feel free to to reach out um awesome thank you so much bro i appreciate it. i'm gonna make sure to put all your information down in the description in the meantime i want to thank you for your time and see you in the next one yeah okay, it's been a pleasure no to have you in Burma. yeah right, bye, -bye. bye yeah bye thanks for listening to the e-commerce lab by ecomc be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. While you are at it, we would appreciate it if you could leave an honest rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. That will make it easier for others to find out about the show and benefit from it. Want more? Visit our website at www.ecomc.com where you can get your first consultation for free. Or find us on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn at ecomc.com.